I thought I told you to turn that thing off! It is too late and it's too loud! But, Dad, this is the best part. You are wasting your time with this garbage. Now go to bed! Okay. Hey, hey, and welcome to what may be the last episode of Dead Cakes. <laughs> well, hey, we aren't, you didn't hear? What? Here, we aren't Death Cakes anymore. We're the Sticky Bandits. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, man. Welcome to episode... Seventeen. Redux. Yeah. Redo. Yeah. Um, yeah full disclosure, yeah. folks. <laughs> we recorded this episode like two weeks ago. Yep. And you probably <clears throat> saw it on Twitter or Facebook that uh, we had to scrap it because of technical issues. Exactly. Um, so. And it's not something we could have gone... It's not that like we haven't scrapped and redone episodes before, either. I mean, um, I think our, our original uh, episode two and the Three. Man episode oh two, God. I think we've also... Uh, we've gone back and done them over again. Yeah. Just because we didn't like it. But this time, no, we had it. It's just... You can't... You just couldn't recapture the magic that was that episode, you know? No. And there was no... Yeah, that, there was no salvaging the audio file. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so to take a different um, approach here. By the way, we're talking about Home Alone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> which was the original episode. Um, I kept making references to Home Alone two during that episode, and found out that Jay hadn't seen it. I've never seen it before. Yeah, he had not seen that episode. He had not seen that movie <laughs> before, and so, um, and like I said, we couldn't go back and just redo the Home Alone episode and, and do it any justice. So I was like, well. You can try watching Home Alone 2 and come back. We'll have brand new material and <laughs> we can see how that goes. Yeah. Um, and see, let, let's uh, set this up real quick. Yeah, see, go ahead. In end of January, I guess it was, I finally broke down and got cable because my digital antenna couldn't pick up Fox for whatever reason. And I was going to have a Super Bowl party at my house. Can't really have a Super Bowl party if you can't watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> So, uh, Super Bowl party without no Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so I got Kate Cable like the week before, and I think either the Friday or the Saturday night before, either TBS or USA was showing Home Alone, which, you know, sort of out of season, which is why we're doing this movie out of season. And I'm sitting there watching this as a 35-year-old man. I haven't watched this movie. I watched it in the theaters when it came out. I watched yep, it so maybe twice since then, I don't think I've seen it since I've been, you know, uh, over 21 or over 18 even. I don't think I've seen it in full since then. And I'm sitting there watching this, and I was just getting mad because the whole movie makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and that's the difference between you and me because um, I've seen, I, I own, we own this VHS, and we wore this VHS out. Um, 
and I love this movie. You know, I love Home Alone. I mean, I, it, regardless of how bad it is, it's a stupid movie. It makes no sense. But, you know, a lot of fond memories of, well, one, being one of the only VHS we had. We had maybe five uh, videos. And being a kid, you know, you you know, yours repeat stuff. You watch stuff over and over again, and that's just what happened with that movie. But also, um, it's just one of my favorite Christmas movies. Like I, I mentioned that back in our um, Christmas episode, you know, that movie because it's got all the right, all, all you know, all my favorite Christmas music. And if you take out all of the um, all the slapstick and all the plot that is the movie, it still has a lot of Christmas stuff in there. It hits all the notes that I really liked about it, and so that's why. You know, I, I make it a point, you know, almost every year to watch it. No. I've seen it. <laughs> no. So I've seen it a bunch of times. I did not need to go back and watch this movie, um, you know, for any kind of reference. Uh, you, though, uh, yeah, you, you just happened to catch this on TV. So Yeah, and then, of course, I had to watch it again just so I could sort of solidify <laughs> my points to, to bring up and... Folks, this movie brought out a rage in me that I haven't felt <laughs> since Meteor Man. And, and, then you, and then you saw the sequel. And then I saw the sequel. <laughs> and I almost punched. I was very close to punching a hole in my in my computer monitor. But oh, but before we get to that, let, let's uh talk about the first one. And yeah. you know. We're not going to go over this movie, uh, you know, scene by scene. We're not going to break it down. You've seen Home Alone. Everyone's seen Home Alone. Yeah, of course. Let's talk about how this movie makes no goddamn sense. I don't... Okay. And, yes, the movie was made in 1990. That was a pre-sort of 9-11. That was a, well, it was a pre-9-11 world. Oh, please. I mean, no... You know, people didn't always lock the door well they, they live in a fucking suburb of Chicago they should be locking their doors but um it, <laughs> the, first of all Macaulay Culkin Kevin is a little shit he's a piece of shit I mean terrible and the fact that his parents let him get away with everything he gets away with I mean, really is kind of the root of this movie I mean it's a kid who really needed an ass whooping yeah, and just never got it. Never. I mean, he's. Cu- he's de- I mean, well, I don't, I don't think he ever actually cussed at his parents, but I mean, might as well have been. Yeah, he's everything he was saying. If I would would have done that to my mom, I would have gotten a slap in the mouth. Smack in the mouth. Hell, your, your mom has smacked me in the mouth. Saying <laughs> shit. That's my sister. She smacked me in the mouth for getting sassy. Oh man. <laughs> yep. Sure enough. So. Um, you know, we opened this movie, and it's Kevin, you know, being ignored, basically, because everyone's trying to fly to France for, uh, to see the other brother. Yeah, uh, who's never actually seen. Yeah, so it's Kevin's dad, and then Uncle Frank, Uncle is that Frank, right? Who's an asshole. And a cheapskate. And then oh, they have another you. brother, what's his name? They say it a lot in, in the second one. Uh, his bro- Roger. Rob. Rob. Or Robert, yeah. Starts with an well, R. Rob, yeah, Rob is the guy. Rob is the one who uh, is in, he has a place in France. Yeah. So, so again, he's never seen. Yeah, never. <laughs> so they're all going to, you know, fly to Paris, and he's being ignored um, because there's all these people in this house. And on top of that, 
they have let a policeman in? Who? Well, well, I don't think they let the policeman in. He's just there. Because no one knows who he's just dead. Everybody else is just, mind, you know, they're all carrying on their business. You know, packing suitcases and rushing around. First of all, I mean, why are you rushing around? If you're going to pack, wouldn't you just go to the room where you, all your clothes and shit are at and pack them? They're walking around the house like they don't know where shit is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like places a buzz, you know? And so then the, and so then Joe Pesci, you know, police officer, he's standing right there in the in the foyer just, you know, asking like, hey, where are the parents at? Where are the parents at? The policeman's just there. I'm like, excuse me, what the hell are you doing in my house? Exactly. If you have a policeman in your house... Is there a problem? If you're a kid, I don't... I mean, you're a fucking kid. There, there are teenagers there. Even the teenagers be like, oh, there's a cop here. Did I... Like, Buzz especially, did I do something wrong? Or like, hey, you know, hey, somebody get... Hey, Mom, what, what, there's a cop here. Did, what, did you call the cops? Did you call 911? Yeah. But no, no one pays attention to him. He's fucking casing the joint. Because he's, you know... Spoiler alert, he's not a cop. <laughs> but, you know, he's casing the joint. Kevin's being ignored. He's talking back to his mom. Buzz, you know, gets on his nerves and they start a fight in the kitchen because, you know, Buzz has started this whole thing, ate the cheese pizza and then tried to, like, barf it up or whatever. Yeah. So Kevin pushes him. I mean, rightfully so, because Buzz is being a shit to him. I mean, everybody in this movie is a shit to everybody else. Pretty much. Oh, this is a family of those terrible people. Yeah. The Callisters. Yeah, so so then they get in a fight. Buzz knocks soda over on top, or milk or something, on top of the tickets. Everyone gets mad at Kevin. No, it's Pepsi. It's Pepsi, yeah. That's right, it's, it's Pepsi. Pepsi. Because, you know, it's gotta be Pepsi. I mean, every soda you oh, see in this movie, it's fucking Pepsi. The product placement in this movie, too, just pisses me off. I mean, you see it a lot now, I guess, but... God damn, you put it right. Did you face. notice though? Did you notice on the uh, when you when you saw Home Alone two that now uh, instead of Pepsi, it, Coke jumped on board? Coke everywhere. It's an ounce. Everywhere. But ah, man. But anyway. But and anyway, so now you know they've gotten it. They everyone can hear Buzz being a shit. You know, and say, and oh, we ate the pizza and quit being a nerd and you're doofus and blah blah blah. So Kevin, of course, gets mad, pushes him, knocks over stuff. Now everybody's mad at Kevin. You just now, parents. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, rightfully so. This guy's been this little this little shit's been working your nerves all all evening. You know, here's just one more thing to tip the scales. You know, so yeah, I'd be pissed off at him again too. But they say nothing at all to Buzz. I mean, Buzz doesn't get nothing. Nothing. It's ridiculous. So that, then, of course, you know, you know, he gets sent upstairs in the attic, and he says, "I wish you." all disappeared and blah 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 yeah he tells my family suck yeah. I I'm gonna live alone when I'm like <laughs> so again smack that kid right upside the mouth yeah if I, I if I was uh, what's her name Kathleen O'Hara is that the yeah yeah I would uh, smack him upside the head but uh you know they go to sleep power goes out uh, they wake up late and this is where it pisses me off <laughs> they wake up late the airport shuttle shows pick him up. So they're scrambling around, running around, running around. Okay, the neighbor kid comes over and is fucking with their bags while they're trying to get the bags loaded. So the older sister is counting to make sure all the kids are there, counts the neighbor kid and says, okay, there's, you know, 15 people or whatever, 
or eight kids, whatever it is. Um, they get on the buses and they take off. Kevin's still in the house. Uncle Frank even says to the dad, it's a 45 minute drive to the airport. So you telling me that, that, okay, the kids are in one van, adults are in the other van. You're telling me not one of those kids in that 45 minutes has noticed that Kevin is not there at all? No, I mean, they don't talk to him. Nobody talks to him. They don't realize, hey, you know, missing somebody. You wouldn't know that. Yeah. Who wouldn't know that? Who wouldn't know No matter how much in a hurry you are, because you're not the one driving. No. You're You're you're, just riding along. You're goofing around and playing with, you know, the the younger ones are playing with the kids. Buzz surely would be looking for someone to pick on. Exactly. And then old Pete, whatever his name was in the movie, <laughs> uh, Pete from Pete and Pete is in here. Old Pete, Big Pete, yeah. whatever they called him. Right but nobody notices him. They get to the airport. They have a stack of tickets. And this is, I work in the travel industry. Okay, I know in the 90s, you know, e-tickets were not a big thing. You couldn't just scan your phone or, or print off a piece of paper and that's your ticket. You actually had to get a piece of paper from the airport you had to go to the desk at the airport give them your your identification and usually your form of payment and you would get your boarding pass and your ticket right there yep again you've got four adults you've got you know four teenagers and then these little kids nobody can say well wait a second kevin's not here you've got you got a stack of 15 tickets and you're fucking telling me that that you don't notice that your your kid is not there okay even if you are in a hurry and you're rushing you're rushing you still have to go through security okay security what was lax was laxer than you know you anyone could go through security and go up to the gate they're running to the gate, running, running, running. They get to the gate, American Air- Airlines, because they have to put American Airlines. It makes oh, American Airlines look bad, too. <laughs> because uh, the dad hands the tickets to the American Airlines lady and um, you know says, we're all here. It shows her start starting to count people as they're getting on the plane, but then the scene cuts, and they're on the plane this was real that woman would have counted 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, you know 13, 14 I've got 15 tickets, wait a second she's going to pick up that phone, call down to the plane say wait a second, I've got an extra ticket but someone's not here right, and you have a manifest they always they still had manifest back then I mean it would tell oh, yeah. you, okay this you know, this person, They've got this party now. is not here they've got manifest now and it's fucking American Airlines it was obviously a packed flight because it was international and you could see the flight was packed Mm -hmm. so they would have had assigned seats they couldn't have you know said okay you can sit wherever because the plane's empty you know they they would have had assigned seats so the stewardesses would have gone through and said okay there's this empty seat let's double check the manifest because the the gate agent said okay there's there's an extra ticket I just want to say who, who, who checked the seat who checked the tickets the gate agent. No, who? Who did you just say? Oh, the stewardess. I'm sorry. The flight attendant. The, the stewardess. No, see, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I don't understand. What happened to the word stewardess? It's not PC. 
Why not? I don't know. It's it's making any sense. It's, it's but Okay, but I mean, is it, uh, the male is a steward, a woman is a stewardess. I don't know. What? How is it not? I, I don't know. Like Al Bundy said, bring back the word stewardesses. <laughs> I hate that. Anywho. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So the uh, you know, plant lady takes off and she's like, man, I'm, I'm forgetting something. Wouldn't you check on your fucking kids, first of all? Like, well, oh, no, we already established that they... We we already established a long time ago that they 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 didn't do that. They would have figured that out back on the bus, but no. Well, e- even the mom says, "Shouldn't we we check on, on them? Aren't they are are they going to be okay in in coach while we're in first class?" And the dad's like, "Oh yeah, sure, whatever. They're fine." Well, no, fun. she didn't. She didn't say, "Let's check on them." She said, "Don't you feel like a heel? We're up here in first class and they're, they're in coach." She's like, and "Of course, she didn't mean it." She's like, "Ah, eh, they're back there in coach. We're in first class. Welcome." Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, so okay, they get over the water. She realizes Kevin's not there. I don't know how long the plane was in the air, but she could have told the stewardess. The stewardess can radio or can tell can go talk to the pilot. They, they would have either put the plane down or they would have called back to the airport and said, "Hey, is there a kid missing? Let's get him on the next available flight. Go exactly. wherever." But no, they they wait till all the way to fucking uh, Paris before it seems like the airline does anything. And even then the airline's like, oh, we can't do anything. Yeah, we don't have any flights back. We're completely booked. Yeah, which, which, okay, yeah. it's a holiday. It's understandable. But you just left the kid at the airport and did nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's on your ass. That's not on the it's well. On it is on the parents. It's on the parents, but it's on the company too. Because I mean, they were the last line of defense before they got on the plane. And, okay, exactly. you counted up all these tickets. You got everybody here. You let one less person in there, and it was a child. What the fuck? Somebody. A lot of people were fired, <laughs> or should have been. But they, should have been. Probably not. Not in this world. In this world, is everyone la di da. Whatever. So, Kevin wakes up. He finds out he's alone. Okay, he does whatever he kid who's home alone does. I did it when I was left home alone. On purpose, not by accident. You know, so, Sometimes your, your parents say, okay, we're going to the store. You know, just stay here if you don't want to go. Yeah. Okay, so you don't go. Like every other kid, you start looking through drawers. You start, you know, going through closets just to see what, what's there. I went through my brother's stuff all the time. So, okay, he, he's doing that for a while. Then um, he decides he needs to go out. <laughs> I, just, man, I, <laughs> I just want to take a pause real quick, man. You were just talking about going through your brother's stuff. Remember he, got, remember he had his uh, Nintendo hooked up? He had like maybe 10 games or something in there. And we were back there playing it and we got busted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's oh, man. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he's the same player for like ever. But yeah, anyway, go yeah, on. I just remembered that. <laughs> it's the same thing. Okay, you're going through your brother's stuff. You find his money. You know, you you you're using his his pellet gun to shoot his action figures down the the uh, the laundry chute. I guess it was. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing all that stuff. Kids have. I I buy that. That's fine. So then he decides he needs to go out though. So he you know, he takes a shower. He washes. He's breaking the fourth wall constantly because he's 
talking out loud. But he's really talking to the audience. Exactly. You know, I never you know, talk like that to you know to myself in the mirror while getting ready. Oh yeah, I mean sure. I mean everybody talks to themselves, you know, or thinks aloud or something like that. But when you answer yourself, like like yeah. he does, you're, you're crazy. You're 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 insane. Yeah. So, he's like in there, like he's like in the in the in the, in the mirror, like yeah, I'm gonna shave. Do you think I should I should use the aftershave? Oh, I don't know, Kevin. Why don't we use the aftershave? And he puts it on and slaps it on his face. He's like, ah! It's like they want you to believe he actually shaved. You know, aftershave itself is not. It doesn't burn. No, it's the way the alcohol reacts with the cuts and the nicks that 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 burn. So what the hell? Yeah, it shouldn't burn at all. Because no. I mean, like I said, I saw this in the theater when I was a kid. So of course I tried it too just to see what would happen, you know. And nothing happened. It didn't burn. It smelled funny because, you know, I was a kid and not into cologne and stuff like that, so. Yeah, and that was that old, uh, fuck it, was that skin bracer or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah. smells like someone pissed in vinegar, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's stupid, but whatever. You know, kids do that. I understand that. Yeah, but you okay. know, we skipped over the part where he, you know, he thinks everybody's playing a trick and they're. And, and, you know, they're all hiding somewhere to teach him a lesson. He looks around, like, this is a joke, right? This is, is this a joke? And he goes outside because he thinks it's still there because he walks outside and he sees that the cars are still there. He doesn't realize they took airport yeah. shuttles. So he thinks they're still there, but then he thinks, oh, I made my family disappear. You know, and that's when he winks into the camera and goes off, you know, playing around, fucking around and stuff. But, okay, how old was he? Seven, eight years old? Like eight, I think. He's not that. I mean, no, he was nine because he was ten in the uh, sequel. Okay, so nine years old. He's not that stupid. It, even even at that age, he shouldn't be that, that smart to think. Well, you're also not that not not that intelligent or not that unintelligent to think. I actually, made someone disappear. You know, your mind. You know better than that. Yeah. 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 No. But but anyhow. Anyway. Okay. So back to the parents because I. These parents belong in jail. <laughs> Child Protective Services should have taken Kevin and all these fucking kids away right away. Oh, well, you know, we're, we're getting to that because so, first thing they do when they land, they call up the police. They they go to a payphone, which again, Americans' fault. Americans should have had them in, like, the American office because every airline has an office in the air, airport where you, you know, where the, the airline man- managers there and everything. Should have yes. taken them straight to that office so they wouldn't have to use a fucking payphone. And I just thought about this too. The payphone. Where are they calling? Chicago. Where are they? Paris. Yeah, where are they How get- much did that co- Who are they getting all that change from? And I don't know. how much did that call cost in the first place, like per minute? Yeah. Because fuck no, long distance was a real deal. Even right now, you can't call, you know, on your cell phone. You can call another country and get charged like crazy. You know, yeah. we're talking about using a payphone in the '90s. Oh yeah, that's crazy expensive. I don't know how they <laughs> did that. But anyway, they they call the cops, and these cops don't give two shits about nothing. This is the worst police department in the world. Okay, yes, they they live oh, in this sort of affluent neighborhood, and maybe the cops aren't as worried about a kid, you know, alone or whatever. I don't know. I bet if they would have said some niggas would bust into the house, it would have been a SWAT team and everything else there. But no, they say, you know, my son is home alone, we're in Paris. Red flag right there, you know. 
Yeah, you're the police. You 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 get that call. You're like, excuse me, you're where? Yeah. And your son and is where? Like, <laughs> how the hell did that happen? Tell me that first. Yeah. Yeah. So then, the police finally deem to get up off their ass and go to uh, his house. And this is mistake number two from these police officers. They don't knock on the door like police. This motherfucker is banging on the door and hammering on the doorbell, then banging on the door, then just shrugs his shoulders and walks away. He says, nobody's here. Tell the counter kids again. I'm like, bitch, I know how many kids I've got. He's not yeah, here. It's He comes at night. And, and, and yes, another thing. If he's not... You knock on the door and you say, okay, there's nobody here. That means something bad probably happened. Maybe you want to... Walk around the property, maybe? Maybe you want to drive around the block. Maybe you want to call other cops to the area. Say, hey, we're looking for a kid who lives at this address. This is a description. Uh, We need to find out what happened here because mother says he's home. We knock on the door. There's nobody home. Or go to the neighbor's house because the old man with the salt bucket lives right next door. Go over there. Talk to him. Which is... Which is why uh, Kevin doesn't answer the door because he goes outside. He sees the guy who, you know, everyone says is a he's really a, a a murderer, and so he runs back in the house and hides under the bed. So he hears someone knocking on the door. He thinks it's him. Yeah, but, but you're the police. Say knock on the hey police. Hello, you know you flashing lights and everything. Yeah, your sirens. Yeah, say say so. Don't just bang on on the door like a crazy person. Knock on the door. Say please. You know, Kevin. This is Officer. Jones, you know, I'm just here to check on you. Are you here? Go around to the back door. See if there's lights on in the back. Try the back door. Do something. Yeah. And you don't see anything now? How about come back in an hour? Come back tomorrow? Come back? Yeah. Until you get to the bottom of this. That never happens. Keep you know, fucking checking. But no. Just one time, nah. then like, I, I, I can't be bothered. It's Christmas. And the one guy in dispatch, you know, he's back there. He just... He can't be <laughs> he can't be torn away from his donuts enough to put it down while he's on the phone. Oh. He's got a mouthful of donut. Okay, Rosemary's the one always jack on his son. Pieces of donut are falling all over the all over his receiver. Yeah, and, and there's that one piece that's just hanging there and then it finally drops <laughs> off and I'm just I wanna throw up. Oh, it's Keystone Cops, man. But uh, uh, But anyway, so so now Kevin goes out because he needs to get groceries and stuff. So, with what money? Ke- with Buzz's money. But it okay. When, when he took Buzz's money, when when it, it fell off the shelves, came down, it looked like he had maybe eight, nine dollars in cash. Mm-hmm. He goes to the he goes to the grocery store first, spends at least twenty bucks. He has to because um and and, we're, and you know we're skipping to the end. You, you guys have seen Home Alone. You already know this. He says at the end he bought milk, eggs, and fabric software. That's already in, even in '89. That's already probably like 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe let, let's 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 be let let's let, let's meet him. Let, let's give him a little bit of credit. Let's let's say it's 10 bucks already. All right, that's already more than the nine dollars that were in the box. Yeah. Plus he he bought mac and cheese and uh army men. He bought. He had. He bought more than that because remember he's walking home and his bag shattered. Oh yeah, and he, and he dropped. That's like forty. That's like forty dollars worth of groceries. Wait a second. Yeah, the bags broke. So that means the eggs busted. So he had to go back and get more fucking eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, Jesus. So so um. Anyway, he's he's out. 
By this time, if this was a real emergency, there were... I, I know they didn't have Amber Alerts then, but there would have been police. They would have gotten a picture of this kid somehow, some way. He'd have been on the news. He'd, He'd have been, been on the news. It would have been plastered on, you know, in the newspaper or something. Someone's got to know who the fucking McAllisters are. Someone's got to know who Kevin is in this neighborhood. But no one seems to notice. He 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 is an elaborate liar because he starts talking to the cashier and he's like, "Do you really think I'm I'm here alone? My parents are or my, my mom's outside in the the car. My dad's at work, you know." And the the cashier almost doesn't believe him, almost wants to do something about it, but then she can't be bothered either. Yeah, just like yeah. All right, whatever. And, and 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 to be honest, I mean she, you know, I I, I know I, I would I would kind of suspect that a little bit too. He's buying all this shit, but at the same time, you know, my mom used to do that with me sometimes. I don't know why she did. Maybe it was just just I don't know. Maybe just a, just a responsibility thing, I guess. Like yeah. she would go wait in the car, and she would send me in there with like you know ten bucks or twenty bucks, whatever, and say give me a list, say get these things, and I walk in there, I get them, and I go out in the car. So you know. At least back then it happened. At least I know I did it. Yeah, I did it too. So, so yeah. So at that on on that note, you know, she is like prying into his business a little bit too much. But again, if the police had done their job and put this on the news or put an alert out there at APB, you know, then she, I don't know. Maybe she might know. Like, hey, wait a minute. This that you look just like this. Are your name Kevin? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Anyway, as he's walking home, he runs into Joe Pesci and uh, Daniel Stern turn again. They follow him home. He, oh, oh! This is the worst, the worst follow job ever because they they tail him because he I don't know, he says he makes a look he, he says the kid looks at me weird. Yeah, I don't like the way he looked at me. Who? What, what the hell? But you anyway, are a stranger so, that almost hit him. Yes. with a fucking van. Of course, the kid's gonna look at you weird. Yeah, and so they follow him, but they don't tell him like you should, you know. They are creeping up right behind him. Right behind him. Yeah, and 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 then they stop and they whistle. (laughs) (laughs) And so he takes off running, and he hides um, in a nativity scene right outside the church, so they lose him. Right. But uh, meanwhile, you know, I think they had just come from a job or were heading to a job, like actually right across the street. Yeah, they were right across the street. Yeah, they go and they knock over this house, you know, broad ass daylight, by the way. Yeah. You know, tearing this place up and um we'll see oh we skipped the night before they had tried to go in there and he turned a bunch of lights on on them. So like, oh, I thought you said they were gone. Okay, well we better get out of here. So they're at the um they're at this neighbor's house cleaning it out and um Peter McAllister, the father, he co- he he calls the, the neighbors and this happens to get their answering machine and and Marv, Daniel Stern, he overhears it. He's like, oh, hey, that place we're at, that was at the McAllister's? Like, yeah, he's like, hey, you're right, they're gone. Okay, we're going back there. Yeah, so then they go back. I don't know how he has, how Kevin has figured this out or devised this, but he knows they're coming back, so he throws this fucking elaborate Christmas party. There's <laughs> <laughs> some Brenda Lee. I... I said this in in the other episode. He must like subscribe to the Acme cat- catalog <laughs> to get all this fucking gear. 
so he takes he takes model train takes buzz's michael jordan cutout puts it on on there so it's going on the track just back and forth he takes these mannequins or dummies that this family has in their basement for god knows what reason he's got a couple of them sitting at the table drinking pepsi yep and got another one strapped to the top of a record player and just spinning in in a circle (laughs) so that means that means that kevin one had to know they were coming back that night Two, I don't know how he knew. Yeah, I don't know how he knew either. But two was dancing around and pulling them strings. It had to have been all night. From sundown to whatever time they came back. Had to. Because he didn't know exactly what time they were going to drive back by. But he's sitting there dancing to rocking around Christmas tree or whatever it was. <laughs> and and making the stuff move and, and all this BS. And the evidence is really piling up. This kid, this kid is crazy. Yeah. Like in the mind, he's fucked up. I mean, he's already he's a pathological liar. He, he's a sociopath, uh, you know, as you saw at with, with, with the store and everything. Um, and he's fucking. You I mean, saw so he said he set this stuff up. Who would think like I would? I would never have thought about any of that shit. No. Oh, he's fucking Dexter. <laughs> I mean, that's what's next. He's gonna start killing animals. And he's got like the um. And on top of that, where did he get all this stuff from? I mean, he's always scared to go upstairs in the attic. He said it's scary up there. You're scared of the basement, you know. Yet he goes in there, fishes all this mannequins and all this shit out of the basement, and built. Where, what? Why do they have mannequins? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't stuff. matter. But, but <laughs> regardless, he got those places from somewhere. They weren't in common rooms. They're in the basement or the attic. He's so scared to go down there, yet he went and pulled all, hauled all that shit up there and set this up. Yeah. So, so then, oh, actually, that happened before they robbed the place next door, and then found out that they're really not home. So, well, that's when he came. That's when they came back the second time. They're like, hey, oh yeah, go. that's right. Yeah, yeah. So then, remember he he heard the answering machine. He's okay. Let's go tonight. And they go there, and then they see that. Right, 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 right. Like I don't know what the hell's going on. You know? Yeah. So they leave again. So then. The next night, well, the next day, he decides to spend 20 bucks, another 20 magic $20 from somewhere, decides to spend that on pizza, <laughs> and he calls the pizza guy over, and then puts him, instead of just saying, you know, he, he's not signing a, a credit card slip, like, like you, you would do now. All you have like to do- Like Home Alone too. Yeah. <laughs> All you have to do is say, here's- Here's my twenty dollars. I want my large cheese and large cheese pizza, just a plain cheese. It was like nineteen, fifteen bucks or something like that. It's crazy. Hey man, you're paying a premium, man. Little Nero's. That's straight little from ne- um, yeah. straight from <laughs> straight from Italy, man. Yeah. Why wouldn't Little Caesars? Everybody else in this movie. Why wouldn't Little Caesars say, Nah, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> nah, I don't know. They missed out. So, um, he orders this pizza, and instead of just going to the door, saying, my mom is in the bathroom, here's the money for the pizza, keep the change, he sets up this thing where he's got, he puts a sign on the door, says, go to the back door, pizza guy goes to the back door, then he starts playing this movie, was it Angels with Filthy Souls or something like that? Oh, Angels Fly with Filthy Souls, now here's the thing, he put, that's the movie that his Uncle Frank didn't want him to watch. 
the night yeah. before that he's complaining about. Okay, so on the first night that he's out there bullshitting, he's a big pile of ice cream, just a pile of ice cream, and watching this movie. He, um, and so yeah, so we get the scene that that, that that's uh that's so famous. You know, keep the change, you filthy animal, blah blah. So when he orders his pizza, now. He was scared as when he's covering his eyes and everything. He didn't want to. He was horrified by this movie. How many times did he fucking watch this movie? He's been desensitized to violence. (laughs) But he kept watching it, and so how does he know like where to stop and pause the movie and rewind it? I don't know. Perfect, perfectly. Perfect timing, because you know he says it. You know, you know, just put, just drop it there, and you know, keep the change, feel the animal, and then plays the the thing. You know, I'm gonna give you to the count of three to get out of my or get off my property, and then starts you know playing the part where the guy's shooting with his Tommy gun. Which again, there's I mean, no what, bullets now, flying. No, <laughs> no bullets flying. If you're gonna shoot at somebody, wouldn't you open the door and fire at him? He's shooting up his house. And this is not, you know, a hi-fi TV. This is a little little TV VCR combo that's in the fucking kitchen. Yeah, a little piece of shit TV. It's maybe 13 inches. But it, it's got some powerful sound that it sounds like it's a real gun show going on. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, it was enough to fool the pizza guy because he takes off running. And he's so horrified that he doesn't say anything to anybody. No. He's, he doesn't say, hey, you you say, know, I was delivering this one place. This guy pulled out a gun and started firing. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I went to the McAllister place again. And then his boss said, oh, wait, what, McAllister? Wait, I saw them in the paper. There's a McAllister kid missing. Movie over. Except, no. except you didn't because they didn't report it. The police didn't, <laughs> didn't report yeah. it. Yeah. So, and, and we're speeding oh. through this, folks, because honestly, the last episode we did was so much better. Until I watched Home Alone 2. And I'm saving all <laughs> of my rage for that one because, man... Oh, man. Anyway, so let, let's, let's just get so, to the robbery. <laughs> <laughs> well, but before the robbery, let's talk about Old Man Murray or whatever his name was. Oh yeah, because Kevin goes out again and yeah, he's so and so Kevin he goes to see Santa Claus and then yeah, because he goes to because he overheard because the the guys came back again. He overheard them, or they the the wet bandits find out that he is home alone. Um. They say, okay, we're going to come back at, at 8 o'clock tonight, or 9 o'clock tonight. Right. So then that's when he pulls out his fucking Acme catalog, orders a bunch of shit, and why the coyote drops that shit off. <laughs> and he, he fills out his battle plan. Then he goes um, to church just, you know, to, to pray for his family to come home. Which is another thing, you know, again, well, I'm talking about kind of like um, all the Christmas stuff that's in this movie, because it hits all the notes. You really don't see church, ha- unless it's like a religious-themed, um, or, you know, kind of has a religious slant to it in the movie. You really don't see people just hit up church on Christmas. They actually put, made a point to put that in there, you know, so I thought, and then you go on there and you have the church choir and everything, so again, you have all the Christmas kind of setting in there. So he goes in the church, and that's kind of cool, and then here comes old man Marley. Yeah. And so old man always sits down next to him, and, and first he's afraid of him, but then he has this whole speech about conquering your fear and, and not being afraid. And old man Marley's like, "Well, I'm afraid of calling my son." And Kevin turns into Doctor Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and spouts these words of wisdom. Oh, you shouldn't be afraid. You, you should you should at least call your son, and then at least you know if he didn't like you and you're a piece of shit and all this other stuff. Oh, man, Mars, like, you know what, little nine-year-old boy who's here by himself? You're right. Yeah, I'm eight, <laughs> time your, I'm eight times your age, but you know what? I never thought about anything like that. Yeah, I never Whores, thought about that. shit. Yeah. So then, I mean, how many times have you... I mean, anybody would... With, with half a brain would be like you know if you all this time you figured like you know I've had this grudge with this person or you know he and I have been talking all this time you know you at least reach out and be like you know and if he didn't reach back you'd be like okay you know what I tried and yeah. you'd move on about it you know it took it, it took him going to say and oh by the way while he's out there talking getting advice from 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 a kid about shit he should already know in the first place and be ashamed of himself for not knowing um he goes. He tell first thing he tells him is, you know, hey, I know there's a lot of stuff going around about me, but it's not true. Okay, you, you see me, you can say hello. Why didn't he tell him this all the time? This all the time he's been out there. Yeah. He's out there in the streets. He just looks at him every time you see old man before. He just he runs into him outside his uh, his house. He runs into him in the store one day. He just walks by. He's like, <laughs> motherfucker! Of course he's afraid you can do that shit. Like you should have told him back then and be like, hey, you know, where's your where are your parents at? And then, like, hey, you know, how about this? Uh, you know, come over to my house. Or, if you want to stay at your house, that's cool, too. I'll just look in on you, make sure you're okay until we figure out what's going on here. We'll get the police. We'll figure out, you know, what to do about you. Cause right. It's not safe being home around this time. You know, being home alone, period, at your age. So, but no, nothing. No, not a word. So, anyway. He goes home. It's 9 o'clock. They're back. Time to, you know, start setting stuff up. And I love... I, by the way, I I really like how they came at 9 o'clock pronto. Yeah. Because Kevin's beat finishes setting up all this shit, and he's about to eat. The clock, the grandfather clock strikes 9, and then they're right there. Pulling up. <laughs> they, they were there 5 minutes early, because, you know, if you're... No. They're there probably 10 minutes early, because if you're 10 minutes early, you're 5 minutes late. In some nah. some businesses, you know. <laughs> so they they're there early and they're checking their watch. Okay, nine o'clock. Let's go. <laughs> so what kind of time is nine o'clock for? I mean, if you're gonna knock over a big ass house, wouldn't you wait till like maybe much later on Christmas Eve? Yeah. I don't care if all the neighbors are gone. There's somebody on that street. We're just some more bullshit. Everybody's gone. You mean nobody's home? Nobody on the except street for old home. man Marley. Nobody except him. Yeah. Home. And church, church is over, so he's at home too. He's probably you know watching out from his window. Oh, Lord, he's got to because we know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so they go to break in. The so, house. Well, yeah, and Kevin sets up all this, all these elaborate traps that in reality would not work. He sets that charcoal starter, that electric charcoal starter. He puts that on the uh, front door to heat up the door red hot. Right, which would have easily uh, melted or burned that doorknob, possibly the door down. Well, yeah. And you're heating and you're up metal, it. so that that means the paint around the metal of the doorknob is gonna start to is gonna start to crackle and bubble. I mean, the door itself, if, if it's an old door, it's gonna start to you know char and could eventually catch on fire. Yeah, because he had, had it on there for a long time. It had to be. He set this up while, before he even left the church. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, so, excuse me. Not right when he came back from church. Right, right, right when he came back. But that was, what, right. 7 o'clock maybe? Yeah. So. 
he does the water water thing, which I guess would work in Chicago in winter. Yeah, I was saying that the first time we taped this. You know, when when I was a kid, I believe you know there's no way that ice froze over that quick. But you know, then again, you know, I lived in Chicago for two years, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, it did. It's fucking cold up there. So. Yeah. So he uh, he starts to set off all these, or the the web bandit starts to set off all these traps. Joe Pesci grabs the the. On top of everything else, you should be able to feel the heat coming off of that door, door handle. And I don't care how pissed off you are about falling down the steps and and stuff like that. You should be able to feel that heat before you grab it. He doesn't. He burns his hand. He got this M burned in his hand. <laughs> and then he falls down the steps yet again, which he tried several times again. Dude, you've got a handrail. He, he, grab the fucking handrail. The first time he slipped, you know, headed up there the first time. Which or walking this comical, crazy. Yeah. But, but no. Yeah, it's smart enough to do that. And another thing about the, well, go, we'll finish going through this, and I'll tell you something I, I believe about this this stuff here that he set up these booby traps. But um, now Daniel Stern has gone in through the back. He's tried to go down through the basement like they did before, and he, of course, now he falls down the steps. Now that that I can believe. Yeah. Now then he gets up, you know, finally, and then he tries to crowbar his way in, and then just opens the door. The door's open. Well, okay, so yeah. Well, because he, he wants him to come in because he's put that tar all over the floor, right? But so, what I'm saying is he tried to crowbar it in, you know, and the crowbar didn't work. So I wonder how he just got the idea just to open it. I don't know. Or if we did before, you know, anybody, any real quick, they would have, you know, smashed their there were window panes. He could have smashed right through that. Yeah. He reached in, opened the door, but no, he just opens the door right up, and then. Uh, he goes to turn on the light, which, why does he need the light down there in the basement? He's just walking upstairs. I don't know. So, of course, but, the uh, light is the an iron that falls on his face. That Was, was it hot? Because it, it burned the design of the iron on his face. Well, here's the thing. It can't be because it's not plugged in. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I guess <laughs> it's just the force of it coming down and hitting him in the face. I guess, but it hit him square. Yeah. Square on the face. Move, stupid. <laughs> uh, so... Okay, he's walking up the stairs. His his shoes get stuck in the tar. If my shoes got stuck in tar, I'd say, wait, wait, okay, there's tar on these steps. Let me find a different way to go in. Exactly. I would not keep walking up the steps because his socks come off. So then he's walking with his bare feet. And then Kevin has put a nail straight up. And he, of course, steps on it. And there's got to be tar on the nail or at least tar on the bottom of the guy's foot so then that tar is being pushed into his foot with the nail <laughs> he's got blood poisoning hey who's to say that he doesn't we don't know that but I like how he steps on that one nail he doesn't have like a strip of nails or something like that which no. be a little bit more it's that one nail he just so happens one to nail. step on that one and right through it one nail and he steps on it and then he goes back out and upstairs and finds his window open. He had to run past the window when he went down to the basement. Exactly. Kevin is is really banking on uh, them going downstairs first before going to this open window. Yeah, that's the point I was going to make about all these traps. He, he 
a lot of these traps are contingent on something happening beforehand. So he's really betting the house, literally, on them following this blueprint, this Acme blueprint, exactly to plan. Because one one wrong move and, and they're in the house, you know? They go in the window first, they've got shoes on, they step on the horn, and it's no problem. They go in, kill him, rob the place. Yeah, and my question is, why have you not called the cops? I mean, he does, once they're in the house, he calls the cops. Yeah, after Why all that shit, he then, calls the cops. He doesn't he even they call the cops to his house. Well, <laughs> he calls the well what cops kills to me is door. when he said he knew they were coming at 9 o'clock, that's when you call the cops and say, hey, you know, you, you around 9 o'clock, that's when you call them and say, hey, you know, this house is being broken into. Yeah, even, even if, if you want to keep up the, the pretense of, of not being home alone, say, hey, I'm, you know, so-and-so next door. I heard these two robbers say they're going to the McAllister place at 9 o'clock. Done. Over. Yeah. Or, as 9 o'clock approaches, instead of taking all that time setting up all this shit, you wait till 9 o'clock gets around there, you call the cops, they come and fuck, break them, either catch them in the act. Yeah. Movie done. Yeah, movie over. But they don't do but that. No. But no. But no. So, so, so... So, Joe Pesci goes around the back door, which, okay, he doesn't... Here's what I don't get. Does, does this happen while while Daniel Stern is downstairs stepping on nails, or does this happen like because it, it seems like they would pass each other already outside? Yeah, it, I don't know when exactly because I think he was already in the house. Daniel Stern. So, okay, so they go around. They go. He goes around the back, and he opens the door, and there's a blowtorch attached to the door. Who thinks of shit like this? Sociopath. He's <laughs> a total sociopath. This kid is fucked up, and. He sets his hair on fire. Now, again, they're making all this racket. I mean, I know we've already established the bad writing that everybody in the neighborhood is gone, but I mean, nobody. Nobody hears it. So he gets his head. He gets his head set on fire and dunks his head in the snow, and then he busts back in, back through the, uh, back in through the door. And he's like, "Where the hell are you? I'm gonna kill you!" And he sees Marv standing there, and, and Daniel Stern, and. He's <laughs> he stepped on all these all these Christmas ornaments in his bare feet, which again, he would not have happened if he hadn't gone downstairs first. But right. they meet up with each other. I mean, it... and then and then, then of course they, they finally meet up. They're in the house, and then it's the you know the fa- famous scene from the trailer with the paint cans, right? Which I mean, even the, move. It's one paint can. You see it coming. Don't scream bat it out of the way or step well, to the side well he did remember he goes like heads up and he's like Marv's like what and he hits him in the face and so while he's turned around he throws the other one hits him yeah I guess it's, I mean it, well I mean it's still bad but it's like <laughs> he did try they made it thin they yeah. made an attempt so so anyway they uh they, they get in the house they get hit with the paint cans you know they finally get upstairs where Kevin has finally called the police and as they are chasing him into the attic well yeah he calls the police he calls them and sends them to his neighbor's house because right. I guess his, his escape plan he's got the zip line which he made out of a bike handle which again fucking nuts yeah I wouldn't try some shit like that which he's gonna he's, he's I mean he hasn't tested this out before obviously he's his first time trying it so he's gonna slide from the attic across into his treehouse yeah and run to the neighbor's house and and 
and sent him there. He, in, <laughs> and this is why you know Kevin is nuts, because he knows this shit is fucked up. He sends the cops somewhere else so that they don't see all this, all these booby traps and everything that they set up for these guys and be like, wow, okay, arrest those two guys and that kid, bring, bring a straight jacket, you put him in a van, you take him down, you take him to Arkham. Yeah, exactly. You know? So then, um, he is running from them upstairs. He actually gets caught by Daniel Stern, and he finds Buzz's spider on the steps. He grabs the spider. Oh, yeah. And instead of just flinging it at him, he slowly drops it on Daniel Stern's face. If I was Daniel Stern, instead of watching him drop the spider, I'd yank his foot really hard, or I'd do something and... And, you know, stop him or do something. But no, he's watching. Yeah, you see it coming. He watches the spider slowly come down to his face and he's screaming. He lets go of Kevin. Kevin goes upstairs. They get the spider off. They go upstairs. Kevin uses the bike handle to go across, go down the zip, zip line, get across. And this is where we see Kevin's fucking super strength that I don't know where he got. Because this, this uh, zip line is a, it's a rope. It's not like you know. It's it's like right. It's, it's not a zip line. It's a it's a rope. Yeah, it is a thick piece of rope. It's you know, like a rope for tying boats or something. You know, it's not. It's you know, real like tree climbing kind of rope. So he slides across. They start instead of trying to like take their belt off and zip line across too, or get something to try and zip line across to you. They decide to go hand over hand and climb down. Kevin pulls out these rusty ass garden shears and cuts the rope. This is fucking murder, by the way. If not everything else, this is murder. Yeah. I'm three stories up. So they drop and hit the side of the house. Kevin runs down, runs right past them, goes next door. They finally wise up and they meet him well, they, he, he runs into the basement of the house next door, which is the house that they, they robbed and they flooded, which I don't right. see how they flooded. Right, because all he did, they stuffed paper towels, which, I mean, they're absorbent, but they're not that bad, and, and, into the sink and turn it on, and that's all. Yeah. You mean to tell me, I mean, yeah, that they was like soaked the day through, like, before. Their, their kitchen floor or, like, maybe, you know, their mess their carpets up or something to you know, seep through into the, the, the floorboards or something but their whole basement is like under like uh, it's like ankle deep of water no it's deeper than that that's a good this is a good probably foot and a half well yeah of water cause he it was up to his knees Kevin when he's running through so he runs through there and he doesn't seem surprised at all you know he, he gets in the basement he opens the basement door you know taunts them then he goes down there. He didn't know it was flooded. He's never been over there. Yeah. He goes over there and should be like, oh, what is this? What's going on? But no, he doesn't. He goes down. He runs through, through the water. Goes up the stairs. Which, by the way, that's also breaking and entering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did he go? He went down there cellar? I guess so. I mean, because if he was going to send them to it, why would he just run to the house? How, do, how would he have known to go in the house? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He's done this before. I guess so. So, Kevin well, yeah, because it's it's the neighbor kid's house, isn't it? So he's pro- yeah, probably okay, snuck yeah. in 
to hang out with him. But anyway, so he gets in there, they catch him, they finally catch him, and they hang him from a hook on the back of the basement door. And they're about to kill him when old man Murphy comes to the rescue, knocks him in the head with a shovel, and then says, instead of saying, okay, Kevin, let's get you to the police, or let's... Which I should have said like three days ago. Yeah, he's like, no, Kevin, let's get you home. Home to what? Yeah, so take... Takes you know what's going home. on. That's how you knew to be there right when that happened. Exactly. So it takes Kevin back to his house and then just leaves. He doesn't say, I'm going to stay here for a while just to make sure everything's copacetic. And no, he leaves. Here, I'm going to go talk to the police too and make sure everything is right. No, he just gets ghost. No. See, that's how I believe, you know, maybe he, maybe there is more to that old man Marley legend that, uh, because <laughs> <laughs> no. he don't want to be seen by the cops either. Yeah, so he just vanishes and then Kevin is across the street and he's looking and you would think the cops oh hey that's the McAllister place over there let's just go over there and check again because you know this kid's missing let's just see if they've been over there because there's an awful lot of because the wet bandit's truck is parked right in front of the house it was in the driveway wasn't it or was it in front of the house uh, it was some. It had to be nearby. Yeah, it's right in front of the house. There's, there. there's an awful lot of uh, foot traffic in the snow here. Let's just check on the house just to see, see if they were over there too. But yeah. no, they don't. So then, of course, I mean, we're ignoring the parents, but there's no real story there other than her finally, she gets in a moving van with John Candy and drives from Cleveland to Chicago. She finally gets home walks in the door Christmas morning Kevin wakes up finds her and then the rest of the family walk in yeah but when she walks in and finds him she doesn't go I mean she's not beating down the door and like tossing the place like Kevin Kevin where are you Kevin she just wants yell, calls his name a couple times once and then just, once okay so she calls his name once and just looks at his Christmas decorations she's like huh okay I'd be like Kevin Kevin I'm all wet where are you I open the door looking everywhere for him yeah. nothing this has not happened and then it's, uh, you know, he finds her, and they hug, and and then the uh, rest of the fa- family, you know, show up because they took the first available non-stop flight back. And, um, everything's hunky-dory. What should have happened? Well, it's, 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 everything's hunky-dory, and it's, and it shouldn't be because they get home and nobody says like, oh my god, you know, are you okay? What happened? He's just like, they're like, oh. We need to get groceries. We don't even have milk. Yeah, what like, should have happened <laughs> is as they are are getting in the uh, the airport shuttle, there should be news, or you know, there should be a, a late breaking story in the news or on the newspaper about how so and so street got robbed by the wet bandits, and you know. Macalester's are reading the paper. Hey, that's next door to our house, or that's our street. Let's hurry home and see what's going on. Yeah. Nope. And then what most definitely should happen should be a social worker should be standing at the front door <laughs> waiting for him. And as soon as you know the mom comes in and says, "Oh, oh my God, you know I love you, Kevin. Merry Christmas." Then the social worker says, "Okay, Kevin, let's go. <laughs> let's go. You or- are going with us now." Or how about this happen? How about this? Because this whole scene, I think I told you, you know, they're like, we need our milk here. He's like, oh, I got the milk and the eggs and the fabric softener. And they're like, oh, really? No kidding. 
I'm like, I'd have been like, first of all, I'd be like, with what money? You know, shit. I give you five bucks a week, and you piss that away on candy and other little shit. What do you? What? How'd you? What money? Where'd you get it from? You know. And they don't do any of that stuff. And then, and then Buzz comes by. He's like, "Hey, Kev, glad you didn't burn the place down." Like, really? Yeah. Well, then Uh, at at the end, he screams because his room's messed up. Yeah, which he had room to eat that time. He cleaned up everything, he cleaned all the tar and yeah, shit up off that's the other thing. Steps. He cleaned that entire house. <laughs> the house was immaculate. That's why I'm and saying had he's cookies dexter. for Santa and everything. He's dexter. But he left Buzz's room the way it was. <laughs> but I'm saying, that's all he has to say after all that. Like, oh shit, hey, Kevin, man, uh, I, I'd have gone crazy if I Kevin left my. You, you alright? You're good? Hey, sorry about earlier, man. You know, it's blah, blah, blah. He just, hey, cool, you didn't burn the place down. High five. Yeah. And that's when the social worker's like, yeah, I've seen enough. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. And the police right there behind her, like, and you two, uh, McAllister, Mr. and Ms. McAllister, you, you come with me. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, let's take a break. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the really good stuff. And my rage will be unleashed. Because <laughs> right, I was mad about people. Home Alone, but damn it, Home Alone too. Oh, all right. All right. We'll let's be right back, from the creator of an American tale. You're in need of adventure. Wow. Whatever you imagine. All is possible. 20th Century Fox presents Macaulay Culkin as you've never seen him before. Look at this place. On a fantastic journey into a land of endless wonders where he'll scale the heights of the world's greatest adventures. Ruby Dick! Happy birthday! And bring back the ultimate prize. You've got to fight to make a wish come true. That's it, boy! His own courage. Yes! Macaulay Culkin. You're the greatest. Christopher Lloyd. You triumph here and always. This Thanksgiving, take your family to a world beyond imagination. The Page Master. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Sign up today and you'll get a free 30-day trial along with a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash deathcakes. They've got over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, Kindle, whatever kind of MP3 player that you use. So go ahead, go check them out. They've got all kinds of books. And remember, by signing up for that free trial, you're also helping Illy and I here at Death Cakes keep the lights on and keep this show going. So again, go and download your free audiobook today at audibletrial.com backslash deathcakes. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash deathcakes for your free audiobook and free 30-day trial. Thanks. I'm not really your boyfriend. I'm an actor. What? This house. It's just a set. Your parents? They're extras. Oh, Mac. Here, have a Sprite. See, Linda? It's all an illusion. The only thing that isn't fake is this and us. Linda? Catch Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone 2. Now playing. Rated PG. And we're back. We are back. Oh, lordy. 
So we already explained why we need to talk about this movie um, at the begin at the top. So uh, well, let's let let me explain well, well, let, something. Well, hold on. Let, let me let me let, let me preface this. Um, like I said, a lot of nostalgia for Home Alone one. Um, you know, regardless of how bad and ridiculous it is, Home Alone two is a horrible, horrible movie. Um, and we're gonna you're, we're gonna find out what what we think about this one. But at the same time, I really <laughs> I still kind of like it, and it's not because of you know all the Christmas period, because really the Christmas kind of got lost in this one. It's really about just it, I laugh at it because it's just how fucking ridiculous this is. Like how the fuck did this movie get made? I don't know. Like who? I mean, I well I understand like hey this is a hot commodity, but uh, you know Macaulay Culkin is a hot commodity. Home Alone one was a huge hit. Let's do it again. But I mean. The way it was done, and just so yeah, they did it again. They did it exactly the same way. It's again. shot for shot, this with a few scenery changes. The same fucking movie. Yeah, but and I laugh at just how ridiculous it is, and so that's why that's what I like about this is like the blooper reel to me. And let me say this: <laughs> we we recorded seventeen a couple weeks ago. Um, there's another movie that I have been wanting to do on this show for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Illy doesn't want to watch it, but I have seen it, and it has burned in my soul. And... Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to, uh, to um, elaborate, you guys, um, you've heard us mention it a few times, where um, Jay was talking about starting a hashtag because he wanted to get you, all you Twitter followers, he wanted you guys to get behind it and start hounding me to do this and then there was one time when I said uh, I mentioned something about a movie he's like well I'll make you a deal if you watch this one movie and I cut him off and another time uh, I think it was in the, the um, in the New Jack Swing episode where I was saying we start a hashtag to bring back the Malcolm X hat and he's like well we can start another hashtag and we you know, ended the episode right there that's the movie he's talking about and that's coming soon yeah and anyway unbeknownst to him I bought it for him on Blu-ray and I had just been it, it had just been sitting at my, my, my house I hadn't mailed it yet uh, episode 17 the original was messed up we were talking about okay we're, we're gonna do the mini of the fool we did last week what are we gonna do for 17 now and you said to me okay I will make you a deal if you watch Home Alone 2 which I had never seen I will go and get this movie and I was so I, I was like I was do, doing the Mr. Burns finger steeple I was like yes <laughs> so I I uh, I didn't say anything for about a day and then he came back and said hey you know did you see see my I text about watching Home Alone 2 so then I just went to my my uh, DVD show and I took a picture of it and I said I bought this for you <laughs> and I <laughs> I put it in the mail that day and I was so happy because I was like I finally got one up on him I yeah. finally because this movie is shit and if you saw if you follow our our Twitter you probably saw it there so you know know what it what it is yeah. but and for you guys I'll, that don't you know coming to coming soon yeah coming soon so anyway I was like yes this is this is so sweet I, I got one up on him because he's gonna watch this movie and he's gonna hate it so then I let's just say found Home Alone 2 on my computer hard drive one day I don't know how it got there oh yeah so, um, 
I watched it. I was like, okay. well, actually, I did it this uh, Tuesday, this past Tuesday. I was like, okay, I need to watch it so we, we can do the show. And no punishment is worth this, folks. <laughs> no punishment oh, is, is worth the pain that I went through <laughs> watching Home Alone 2. Even for me to watch the other movie? I, I can't wait till you watch it because it, <laughs> the what I suffered watching Home Alone two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, it wasn't that bad, was it? It was hor- Oh my god, it wasn't that bad. It was the it's the exact. If you've never seen Home Alone two, just watch Home Alone one because it's the same yep. movie, basically exact same. They changed. They they tried to to be slick and and uh, and change a couple of things. But it's the exact same movie. Yeah. Okay. Let's just hit all those bullet points real quick before we get into all the fucked up shit here. So, um... It's a year later. Have, it's a yeah. year later and you're taking another vacation. Didn't you fucking learn from the first time? It was funny. Okay, yeah, this movie, yeah, it's, the year, it's set a year later, I guess, because it was filmed in 91, but it actually came out in 92. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. So, this fucking movie, it's, um... It's, it's another vacation. Check. They are in a hurry, and they fuck up again. Yeah, and this time, Kevin actually oh, makes it oh. to the airport, but they, oh, wait, they try wait, to wait. fake you out. Wait, I forgot. What? Buzz gives him some shit, and Kevin, and Kevin retaliates, rightfully so. Yeah. And uh, but they blame Kevin. They no, it, it was because um, they had a Christmas uh, program at church. And Kevin is... Kevin did nothing wrong. Kevin is singing the solo of this Christmas hymn at church, and Buzz is fucking with him. He's yeah. ta- taking these these uh, electric candles and, like, dancing and, and hitting Kevin in, in the head while he's singing a solo in front of the whole congregation. Right, and the whole place is like... Dude, nobody would do... Nobody's this... People aren't this terrible, are they? Because no. the whole place just laughs their ass off yeah. at him. Yeah. Oh, and Uncle Frank, who's I mean, who's... big, big time guffaws. Like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, and and so when when Kevin find you know Kevin doesn't know why everyone's laughing, but he finally turns around and he catches Buzz, so he shoves Buzz again, and then Buzz knocks everybody else down. Somehow it's all Kevin's fault. I mean, they they do blame Buzz, but then Buzz makes this whole big, you know, fake speech to get out of it. Yeah. And and Kevin says, "Well, I'm not gonna apologize because Buzz did it, and he's not really sorry. He just told me he wasn't sorry." Yeah. And so he he gets sent back up to the attic to sleep. Again. So. Then, what happened? Oh, I know what happened. They. The dad was looking for the the charger for something. He unplugs the alarm to the uh, there. He un- unplugs the alarm in their bedroom. Why haven't they gotten battery powered clocks since last time? <laughs> they know what happens. You know, they even you, say so. And even we clocks did it back again. Then, I had a alarm clock back then. It had a battery backup. Had yeah. you know, it took a little nine volt battery. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's pretty much the same clock. I don't know. I don't get anyway. He unplugs it. The clock re- resets. 
But that's the only clock in the house that was messed up. The other clock, Frank's clock is fine. Should be. How come there isn't more than one alarm? How come nobody's nobody thought, hey, you set an alarm, you set an alarm, you set an alarm. That way, anything goes wrong, you've got this. Yeah, but no, they have one alarm. Okay, this is the same thing. They're, they're scrambling around. Um, I mean, why is it their job to wake everybody else in the house up? Yeah, and they're sitting there, and they're, they're in the van, and the mom's like, oh my god, where's Kevin? And he turns around from the front seat, I'm right here. And then yeah. they, they are somewhat smart this time because they made sure that everyone is holding their own ticket instead of just giving, instead of one person holding the whole stack. Get to the airport. Uh, his little recorder thing needs batteries, so he takes his dad's, his dad's bag to get the batteries out. Second mistake. They are late again to the airport, but they should have a fucking football huddle around Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kevin should be like the fucking president and they're the secret service running through this airport, but nope. Right, so let's just get let's just cut to the chase, alright? He looks up, he thinks this is dad from behind, he's wearing the same coat and everything, so he follows this guy. And this guy's going to New York. Yeah. His, whereas everybody else is going to Miami. Um So he gets on a plane, he doesn't see anybody, he's like, okay, but I see my dad, he's up there. So what, as he gets on in the open seat, and he sits down, he puts his headphones on, he doesn't hear that this thing is going to New York. Um, but he has a ticket to Miami. They let him on the plane to New York. Well, he made the mistake of bumping into the uh, the gate agent, and all the tickets f- fell on the ground. You don't make and that mistake. Nope, you say No, that. <laughs> you don't make that mistake. And you the, say, hold on, let me find your ticket. The steward is like, we need to go go now gate agent should have said not until I make sure I check this ticket and scan it they right I don't go. care what era this is man the plane doesn't just go no it does because it's time you know they make sure everything is right before it goes yeah and they have to do all of the pre-boarding checks and the pre-flight checks even yeah. when, when you board the plane you're still sitting there another 10 minutes that's enough time for her to go through, through these tickets and say oh wait no this one's Miami let me call the plane yeah and so, meanwhile, the plane en route to Miami, again, no one looks for Kevin there? No. They get all the way to Miami, and they're getting their baggage, they pass it down, hey, give this to Kevin, give this to Kevin, give this to Kevin, give this to Kevin. Uh, gets to Fuller, Kieran Culkin, and he's like, here, Kevin. Like, he thinks he's standing right there the whole time. Yeah. And he's like, pass it back up, Kevin's not here. So they all say, Kevin's not here, they pass it all the way back up, Kevin's not here, Kevin's not here, Kevin's not here. <laughs> No, as, as soon as, as one of them older kids heard Kevin's not here, like, red what? flag. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. But no. But again, on the plane, the whole plane from Chicago to Miami, that's probably, that's a good two hours, right? Oh, yeah. No one noticed back then? Nope. It's again, same, the same, the same. Exact movie. same premise. <laughs> so then they, they do go to the police station, and this time the police is halfway f- Friggin' competent. That they're like, you know, have you? Has he ever done this before? Have you ever lost a kid? And they're like, well, yeah, it happened before. Yeah, we it's went to Paris. That's when I'm saying, oh, really? <laughs> well, let me call the Chicago Police Department. You know, let me do something. But no, they call the airport, and then they, so what they, they, they called the airport. They didn't find him there. I think they went to the house again, didn't they? And he wasn't there. Um, now what did they do there? They went and he wasn't there. Um, 
Well, no, they said they knew he was there. He was at the airport. So they called the airport to make sure the kid wasn't still left behind there, and he wasn't. Right. It's like, okay, we got to figure out where he went. And that's what I guess, you know, eventually they find out, you know, the ticket where it was. He, he got on the plane to New York. Yeah, because the, but the dad, the, uh, the cop says, well, do you have a picture of him? He's like, yeah, it's in my wallet. And the dad's like, oh, my wallet's in my bag. Kevin has my bag. So then the cop, finally competent, says, well, do you have credit cards in there? He's like, yeah. And the mom says, oh, well, he doesn't know how to use credit cards. Shit. Bullshit. Shit. You know what he, we know what he's capable of from the first one. Yeah. You know, if, if this would have been filmed now, he would have had that credit card. He, he would have been grounded before for taking credit card and buying stuff on the internet. You know? <laughs> you ever seen the movie Josh and Sam? Uh-uh. There's a kid, a kid in there who he knew how to copy like the magnetic drought. They, they don't say how he does it. He just does it. He has these blank plastic cards with numbers written on them in marker. Mm-hmm. And he has the magnetic strip written on on the back. He copied them somehow. That kid right there, that's wow. Kevin. Yeah, yeah, that's Kevin. The kid's a sociopath. Yeah, and so because who would think of this? He 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 saw the commercial for the Waldorf Astor- the fucking Waldorf Astoria. On TV, and when he gets to New York, when you know, it's like he goes to go through the same thing. You know, I made my family disappear. It's like my family's in Miami, and I'm in New York, and so he, you know, cuts loose in New York for a while. He goes and that's, to this place. That is he, the next error in this fucking movie. <laughs> he gets a taxi. I yeah. have never seen a taxi stop for a ten-year-old kid by himself. Fuck no. Especially in, in New York, New- are you crazy? And this is pre-Giuliani New York, right? Isn't it? A right. Is he uh, maybe first term? Maybe first term, yeah. 91, 90, yeah, yeah, 91 yeah. 92. Because that New York is the New York before they got rid of all the peep shows and homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's... That, the that's, Warriors are still running around in this one. Rest yeah. in peace, Roger Hill. <laughs> Trying to get back to Coney Island. Damn that right, would have been also. funny if you just see the Warriors run by as he's fucking around. He goes to Central Park at some point, doesn't like in the yeah, he uh, does. But, dude, nobody goes to not back then. No, hell no. Crazy. He goes at night, several times. <laughs> oh my god. So. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he he. Kevin was dead like several times in this movie. Oh yeah. Just, yeah, this he's is New York. You guys, you, you guys just don't understand. If you've been in New York or you know anything about New York from back then, you're dangerous. Central Park, yeah. you don't, unless you want to get raped, you don't go to Central Park. You don't go to Central Park at night. You don't go to Central Park in daytime. Uh-uh. Not back then. Not back back then. It's better now, but... Yeah. Anyway, so he goes to this hotel. Again, he has figured out this elaborate lie. <laughs> he uses this tape recorder and slows down the voice and knows exactly what the the reservation agent on the phone is going to ask and ha- as it prepped and, and ready to go Again, to answer all the master questions. of this type of shit man he's going to be recording all kinds of fucking videos and, and playing them back at the certain times and now he's going to record his voice and do it right yeah so then he and also the way he's got this voice in slow-mo back then as a kid I thought you know eh, nobody nobody would believe that no one talks like that and then I got a job <laughs> and it's in my teen years and I realized like, yeah they do there's some there's some people who have some fucked up voices and I've met a few people who talk just like that just like they're fucking slow-mo <laughs> recording 
Ugh. Oh, I need a reservation for an extra large bed and one of those mini bars you need a key for. Like, <laughs> that's what he said. He said yeah. That. Yeah, which, I mean, okay. You're a tourist, you've never been to New York, you may be small town America, okay. I, I could see a reservation agent saying, sure, whatever. But the voice sounds so weird. And, yeah. and then he gets to the front desk. Right away. Yeah, like two seconds. He's right there. And he checks in and has this elaborate lie about how his dad's at work and dropped him off so he doesn't get into mischief and all this other stuff. So she lets him in. And so says, he doesn't okay, get into mischief. Yeah. And uh, Tim Curry, who, man, I love Tim Curry, but he needs to not do every movie <laughs> that's offered him, because damn. But anyway, he uh, he is suspicious of this whole thing, which rightly he should be, you mm-hmm. know? So, of course. Kevin gets But they him. let him in anyway, that's what kills yeah, me. Yeah, they let him in anyway. I'll be I like, would... you'll stay back here in the lobby or like right be here behind the counter. We'll keep you right here until your dad gets here. You know, how about that? Because yeah, we or... don't just let kids check in with a credit card. What the fuck? No, absolutely not. You would say, okay, we'll put you in this room over here inside. Here's an empty conference room. Or what time is your dad getting off work? Is there a phone number that we can call him just to verify this? Something. Nope, just let him in the room. Let him in the room, and uh, he's watching TV and eating ice cream and all this other stuff. Again. You know, at the same time. And I don't know how he became a high roller or whatever, because then at one point he decides to go out. Like, the next day he, he decides to go out. He orders a, a limo to take oh, him cool. to the hotel. Or because take- he charges it all. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I know what it was. It's because he, uh, uh, Tim Curry, what was suspicious, he goes into the room, and in the two seconds that Tim Curry was opening the door and looking around, Kevin has blown up (laughs) this bozo balloon, tied strings to it, put it in the shower. (laughs) It's another fucking puppet moment. (laughs) Of him making this puppet dance, and he's playing his Uncle Frank... I don't know how many tapes he has or how much room is on this tape that he got everything, you know, segmented out like that. But he, uh, he's playing that this tape and, and the guy said, and, you know, get out of here and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Tim Curry leaves. So I, I guess that's how he scored the juice to, to hire a limo right, with the cheese right, pizza. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, right. He, said, and, he offered that as a... Yeah, like a like a like a my bad, you know. So he, limo cheese pizza. Was it Little Caesars this time, or was it Little Nero's again? No, it, it was some New York, you know, Luigi's nah, pizza okay. or something like that. Gotcha. I guess it would have to be. Yeah. So then he he asked the limo driver, you know, where's the biggest toy store in town? So he goes, and why FAO Schwartz? I uh, well, I guess because of the story. But he goes to FAO Schwartz. Yeah, it's F.A.O. Schwartz. That's Something else. Yeah. You know, they, they renamed it Duncan's whatever so they could have that whole charity money side story, I guess. Right. But it's F.A.O. Schwartz. <laughs> it just didn't have the piano 
on the floor. <laughs> you know. But uh, anyway, uh, he goes there and he meets the owner, Mr. Duncan, played by the guy that played uh, Wally from Chris uh, uh, or Vacation. He was he was the guy he was Wally of Wally's world. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, yeah. Wally or Walt, mm-hmm. whatever the guy's name was. Right. You know, from Vacation. It's the same guy. He's playing Mr. Dun- Duncan, who owns the store, and they're uh, and everything that they, all the money that they make is going to charity and it's going to get delivered on Christmas Day to this children's hospital. So, Kevin ma- makes a an extra donation of twenty dollars because this time he has his dad's wallet and all of his dad's money. Yeah. So now. <laughs> Now it's believable he can do some of this shit. Although it still is New York. It's kind of expensive. But, yeah. but regardless, he's got credit cards. He's got money. But, you know, the dad has done the first smart thing, and he's finally canceled these credit cards. Right. You know, so then after a while, he uh, Kevin come, comes back to the hotel. Tim Curry checks that card again and sees that it's... Well, no, that's later. Well, hey, but, but, but let's talk about that, though. When he checks that card, I like how the machine just says it's stolen. Yeah. Doesn't say canceled or call center or anything stolen. Yeah, no, it it would say call center or declined or something. Exactly. Meanwhile, um, we've forgotten the 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 most important part. The wet bandits oh, have yeah. escaped from prison. The wet bandits have escaped. And the and the and the and the headline uh, piece of the newspaper has floated and landed like right on it blows in the wind and lands right on the McAllister's front door. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. They've escaped. Now, first of all. Bullshit! It, this, this movie doesn't happen. Um, these guys could not wit a fucking eight-year-old in his house. How are they escaping from prison? What prison? And they escaped in the back of a fish truck from Chicago to New York. Yeah, what fish and is getting where delivered? The, right, to New and where York. the? And where? In the, right, the way you do, they don't need to deliver fish if they're on the coast. Yeah. Anywhere, if you come from Maryland, they get some crabs or something, you know. Yeah, you would but, think they've got <laughs> and they're wearing the same shit they had on they're not wearing prison jumpsuits they're wearing the same shit they had on when they got arrested yeah <laughs> and then Marv has tied or put like duct tape on his hand backwards so he can just walk by people and take stuff from them which is really retarded what are you gonna do with loose change I don't know but so but now he wants that's to why be, they're that's why they're idiots and yeah, and that's why they're the Sticky Bandits. Yeah, so they want he he wants to be called the Sticky Bandits now. Joe Pesci just wants nothing, no part of it, as he should or of shouldn't. Course. But so, and how they run into Kevin, I don't know. New this York is New York City. They they get off. They just happen to be in the same segment of New York that New York, dude. You 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 and I have both been in New York. Mm-hmm. Have you run into anyone who's been from from uh, that, that you know, like from from back home? No. Like that that you didn't come there with? No. At random. I mean, and, and I mean, not you know. Obviously, it could have been because they weren't there. But if you did, I guarantee you, you're not gonna. No, no. And New York, no. way New York is. This is like a big wall of people, like walking to and from. This is like, there's no way they would have spotted him in that at that crosswalk. Huh. But they do. And they just happen to know it was him. It's from behind. Yeah. 
they well, saw no, the bag. No, um, Kevin bumped into Joe Pesci, so I think he got a glance of his face a little bit. Oh, but then he was—he was like, "Yeah, I couldn't beat be him, whatever." All right, but even so, all right, guess what? Even if it is, you know what? You're out of prison. You're trying to start this new. You're you're heisting cash now. Guess what? You stay the fuck away from this kid. You don't want to be seen. You don't want him to point you out and be like, "Hey, those are those guys." Yeah. You don't want to be seen by anybody. That's why you got to New York. Yeah. So now they go to because they're gonna get face passports and go somewhere. I don't know where. But they they uh, have they decide to rob this toy store. So when they go to case the joint, they decide that they are gonna hide in the in the you know toy houses until the store closes. And this is fault of the logic of both the store and the robbers the store is just going to leave the money in the cash register and in that big ass treasure chest thing for charity and close up come on we've all we both worked in retail money does not stay in the cash register at night no I, i was a manager at kb toys we had to make sure that the drawer was completely empty we had to take the drawer out to make sure there's no dollars you know the you know curled up and went underneath behind it right and even then like at a place where like I, you know i worked i worked at um in like you know a circuit city for a while um when a drawer got to have so much money in it they come and they they do they do a sweep they take it down to like so much to only so much so that you know the drawer isn't just teeming with money yeah they take you put that in the safe or wherever they keep it yeah but no so there shouldn't be shit in there no, but there is, and and they know it somehow. So their plan is to hide inside the little houses. Bad, no security. Yeah, no cameras. No Big ass place. No cam. Not a camera. Not a security guard in New York City. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They're, they're <laughs> gonna hide in these doll houses until the store closes, and then they're going to uh, steal the money out of the cash register and and the treasure chest. Uh, in the meantime, we've got this B story with Tim Curry, you know, trying to find out who this kid is. But instead of calling the cops when he find out that the card is stolen, he tries to take it upon himself to uh, catch him. Right. No, you see, again, people don't call the cops and the cops aren't shit because that's the first thing you do. We're like, okay, you know, this kid checked in here with a stolen credit card. My machine says stolen right on it, so I know it's stolen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have the police here when he gets back, when you're at his room or, you know, down here in the lobby. When we see this kid, we got him. We get to the bottom of this. Yeah. But no, he sticks the staff on him. Yeah, and of course he gets away and he, I think he runs into Central Park to hide for a minute or maybe that's earlier. I don't know. We're all over the place. But anyway, he he runs into Central Park and meets this movie's version of Old Man Murray, which is this homeless uh, bird lady. Time out. Time out. We skipped over a couple of important things. Uh, Number one, when they see Kevin and they catch him, they they go in. What are they going to do with him in the first place? I don't even know. Oh, I have Um, no idea. But they're walking around and then um, he gets free and and they chase him all. You know, he loses him. Um, but he's got, first of all, they tell him everything they're going to do. Why yeah. the hell would you do that? And because secondly, and secondly, Harry says he's got a gun in his pocket. You know, you make, you try to run, I'll put one in your head. Where did he get the gun? 
that one I could give him. Maybe he went to some seedy Brooklyn pawn shop. And... No, they didn't have time for that. They got out of the fish truck, started walking, and they said, oh, it's Kevin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And you're badass enough to put a gun, pull, pull a gun on somebody in broad-ass daylight right there in front of all of Well, again, it was New York. I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, okay, so we got that happening. And then, um, and then one other point we need to bring up. Kevin is in the hotel, and he's going through his dad's stuff. He, he pulls out his dad's address book and makes a point to say, Oh, Uncle Rob is in New York. He's again, home from uh, Paris. <laughs> Uncle Rob again. He's home yeah, from Uncle Paris. Rob Uncle Rob doesn't exist. No. He's never seen. No, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but he says he, he's home from Paris. Maybe I'll go over there because he gives good presents. So, so we never really see it again until he he is running from the uh, from Tim Curry at the hotel. He runs through Central Park and parts of Manhattan, which are shady and the prostitutes are hitting on him and he gets in a cab and the cab driver's like yeah it's scary now or something like that <laughs> you know and he gets to his his uncle's house knocks on the door and as he, he's getting to the the uncle's house they cut back to the parents and the um and the mom says well why don't you call your brother rob and have him you know look for kevin and the dad says, well, no, uh, Rob's still in Paris. And then she says, well, isn't the, the house getting renovated or something like that? And so we, we get a, a, a look at this house for the first time. And there's obviously construction going on. So he climbs up the garbage chute. Wait a minute. No, that's, wait a minute. No, he, um, when they find out that he's in New York because of the card. That's right. They say Kevin's in New York. And that's he says, hey, I wonder if he had enough sense to go to Rob's. And it's like, oh, well, aren't they renovating? Aren't they still in Paris? As I said that. But did he have enough sense to go to Rob's? How the fuck is he supposed to find his way to Rob's? Yeah. A kid in New York. He does. But- I know, but they, 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 don't know he's, they don't know he's crazy. We know he is. Yeah. But he gets there and he's, he goes in, in this, this house because he can't go back to the hotel, obviously. Yeah, breaking and entering again. Yeah. So he he gets in this Nobody's house. home. This house is not being renovated. This house, this house like... has not been lived in for 10, 15 years. <laughs> this house needs like a gold gut rehab. This, there are holes in the floor. The door looks to be like 100 years old. This isn't a <laughs> renovation. Uh-uh. No, nah, it's, it's a fucking slum house. It's a, it's a, it's a it's an abandoned house. place. That they bought and they they said they're renovating it. They bought it and then just didn't shoot shit with it. I guess I don't know. But uh, one other thing though, we for, we we skipped over the part of how he escapes from the hotel. <laughs> oh yeah. So he decides. So he has, while staying in the hotel, he has been renting movies. Where I don't remember in the nineties being able to rent VHSs. They just had that SpectraVision thing, and you you know press the button yeah. on the remote. But they have given him. VHS's and of course we get the sequel to Angels with with Filthy Souls it's Angels with Filthier Souls and this one takes place in Christmas it's the same 
same gangster actor and he's yelling at his girlfriend and does the whole thing you know pulls out the gun he got to the count of three and this time says instead of saying keep the change he goes and Merry Christmas you filthy animal shoot you some more yep and so when they're in the so when the hotel staff and the security guard are up there after him they you, you he starts playing this 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 movie yeah now again make a break for the elevator you get your ass out of there he wait he he's in the other room playing this movie again he watched it a bunch of times obviously because he knew where to start and stop this thing and make it and, and make the conversation happen um it just so happened that the guy's name happened to be cliff the security guard with his name tag yeah and <laughs> so, you've been with cliff and yeah up here george and skinny his brother joe and, and <laughs> you know so which is kind of funny but whatever man this is bullshit it's the same movie he does the same thing over again and then while they're shooting, they get down again. This is coming from you can tell what what's coming from a TV and what's coming from a gun, and they don't. Obviously not. They're all down on the ground and ducking and covering. Keep the change, you filthy animal, and have a happy new year. Kevin stands in the doorway to the steps or to the to the to the elevator and lip syncs that. Yeah. Pokes his head back out there to do that again. What the fuck? Yeah. He's got to link the, to the camera. This is the dumbest shit. <laughs> And this is what made me so mad because it's the exact same movie. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same movie, so, but worse. So, 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 back to again being the same movie, and we've got this version of Old Man Marley, which is just the old homeless lady with, yeah. with pigeons all over her and shit, like literally and shit. Um, it, and the same thing. I mean, skipping ahead here, but I mean the same thing. Something happens to her, and he gives her advice about what yeah. to do. He, you know, he doesn't want to stay in the house, so he goes back to to Central Park and runs into her again. And first he's scared, and then he has almost the exact same scared speech about, you know, about not be, being scared, facing your fears. And she she says, "Well, you know, why don't I take you somewhere warm?" And then they go to like Carnegie Hall, I guess. And, yeah. and sneak into the 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 storage room and are yeah, watching the symphony play. And then he has another heart to heart. It's heart to heart time with Kevin McAllister. <laughs> and I forget what her problem was. Oh, I guess that she's alone. She's alone. She her husband left her or something like that. She doesn't trust anybody. It's like so she decided to be a bum. Yeah. What? And then what? And then he's like, well... So she decided to stop trusting people and be a bum. Yeah, and he, he's like, well, I'll, I'll still remember you and I'll, I'll believe in you. And she's like, no, you won't. I'm like, well, that's heartwarming. <laughs> no one remembers me. <laughs> so then, oh, my God. So then it starts. So um, he now knows this plan. And again, instead of calling the police, he decides Dude, to take matters into his own fucking that's hands. That's all he had to do. Again, because the guys were stupid enough to tell him when and where they were going to knock over this toy store. He should have called in an anonymous tip and said, hey, you know, these guys are going to knock over this toy store tonight. You better, you know, that's all you need to do. You have to pay for the same thing. No, he has to go and, 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 and call up Acme again. No, and the only reason they showed Uncle Rob's house is so he would have a place to set up his fucking saw game 
Saw game. <laughs> this is Saw. If he's not Dexter, he's, if he's not Dexter, he, he's Jigsaw from, from the Saw movies. You know, he finds this abandoned house and he's going to turn it into his, his house of horrors. <laughs> so, so um, he, he, again, makes a battle plan, writes it out, calls up Acme, says, hey, I'm in New York now, I need some stuff. Wiley Coyote <laughs> says, sure. <laughs> Sends it over to him. So, he, uh, you know, he does all this stuff and then at whatever time he goes to the the toy store and just is standing outside a toy store, little boy all by himself. In New York. And this is the problem I have. In New Again, York. Dude, yeah. he's on this to- at this toy store and nobody's around nobody. to see this. It's New York. There's somebody around. Yeah. I don't care if it's Christmas Eve. Guess what? The city that never sleeps is called that for a reason. Yeah. There there's shit open. There's, there's businesses. Everybody's out. There's people all over the place. This is a very public. And he throws the he he throws a brick through the uh through the window to set off the alarm. To set off the alarm, and he snapped the picture of him, and then takes off again. He could have called the police right here and had them. He never had to even be there. No, and then but this, he's this set, is some more <laughs> impossible physics because he has set up a seesaw basically in front of this window. And put glue on one side or something, because because Joe Pesci was stuck and he couldn't move. Joe Pesci, you know, ju- jumps out the window, lands on one side of this board, and by just having that on the board. If you're jumping out of a window, you see that board. You're not st- stopping on that. Yeah, and by pure chance, uh, the other guy, what's his name? Marv, uh, Marv Daniel Stern uh, he lands on the other side he lands on, on the, the upside of it the upside of it though yeah and shoots Joe Pesci into the air <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no way that happens no and then no. you know he comes down he taunts him you know come and get me come and find me blah 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 runs back to again they've done this before don't follow that kid. You know what? Take off running with whatever you no. got and you leave. You get the hell out of Dodge. Well, he even says, you know, he's going to do this. You know, why are we chasing him? He's like, well, this is New York. He doesn't have a house to uh, set up traps. Yeah, but his don't whole go. rationale was, you know, I don't like that this kid is out there. We need to get him. Fuck that. It's New get York. Get out of there. It's New York. <laughs> he's in New York alone. And someone else has seen you. I have to. It's New York. They should have seen seen you in the first place but no they're gonna chase kevin yeah. to 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 his uncle rob's house yeah chase him to, to the house uh, you know that now, whole house of horrors thing starts to now to me to me this is the best part now i actually laugh out loud at this part when he starts throwing the so throwing the goddamn bricks on <laughs> yeah he fucked marv up with those bricks man he marv is th- dead he th- marv is dead yeah three stories up and he's throwing bricks on people <laughs> Marv is dead or or bleeding from the head. Instead, he's just got a little red mark on, on his head, and he's he's a little dazed. Oh, so my God. They get in his house, and Marv ends up in the basement because he fell down a hole. And he, uh, he sees a sink, and for whatever reason, he's drawn to the fucking sink because he's got to be the wet bandit and, and fill it up. 
Oh no no no! Remember when he uh he crashed and he he slipped he slipped on that uh on that paint and he landed or he slipped on whatever he put on the floor and he landed on that paint and turpentine and shit. Oh yeah, that's right. So he goes to try to clean himself off, but Kevin has wired up a fucking car what, battery. What, gener- like a, a generator, a car battery. He's like, dude, this is fucking murder. Yeah, and this <laughs> is where it gets stupid. This is this is I I text John. I'm like, this movie's so stupid because he grabs the the metal faucet and starts getting electrocuted and he starts shaking his hair and it the scene cuts and then his hair's all you know frizzy and froed out and he's shaking he's getting electrocuted then it's a scene just of a skeleton of a fake skeleton with a with a fright wig on just shaking oh, and being shocked and screaming no no oh, Marv is dead Mar was dead at the bricks, but now he's really dead. He's very dead. Yeah, he's very dead now. And now Joe Pesci. Now, and what I also thought was funny is like you know they go in the house and you know they turn on lights and they're stepping out of the way real quick. Yeah, <laughs> all the last time. You know, again, why follow this kid? Do I, I? I don't know. But so they go in. He's um and, and Joe Pesci. I forget what happens to him like at first, but then he goes in and he he uh. He, he turns on a light, and he's got this wired to a fucking blowtorch again. Yeah, and, gets and he gets his head set on fire again. But he doesn't notice it like he did the first time. The first time, he was screaming his head off, but just standing there while burned it. This time, he just kind of stands there and he walks around, huh? Yeah. And then, then he happens to feel his head and feels it's on fire. You know, and he then, looks in the mirror and sees that it's on fire. Yeah. And in the meantime, Kevin has filled the toilet that isn't working he, he he's filled it with a like flammable liquid i don't know what it was right and so yeah they don't show that and so what happens is he goes in he tries to turn the water on the water doesn't work and he's trying to put the fire out so the only thing with water in it is the toilet and so instead of dunking his head in the toilet to get out he joe pesci all right they, how look at the body type of joe pesci he's like short stocky pear-shaped and shit yeah he grabs the toilet. He toilet handstands. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but before his face even got close to it, he should have been able to smell the fumes, because that is a lot of whatever it was in that toilet. Yeah, because he, he had no. to pour a whole bucket full just to fill it. You know? Nope. And then he blows his whole fucking head off. And no, again, you Joe see the explosion from outside. <laughs> but nobody hears York. this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Again. New York is always busy. They have not established that the neighbors are all gone on this street. They no. haven't said that. There are lights on next door. Some of these houses have people in them. You can see the lights on. <laughs> but this is going on. And meanwhile, Daniel Stern is dead. Now Joe Pesci is dead. Joe, Pe- Joe okay. Pesci is dead and that house is on fire. Yes, the house has gone up in flames and Kevin's probably dead because he's up there on the roof. Yeah, so then, so then they 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 finally catch up to each other after a bunch of other traps. They get to the stairs. They start uh, yeah. to they decide to start walking up, but then Joe Pesci stops him. He's like, "Wait, hold on. Remember the paint cans." So then he's like, uh, "Hey, I'm coming to get you, kid." And he makes a bunch of foot noises, and Kevin swings a paint can down, and he he pretends to be hit goes oh oh my face and then daniel stern goes hey i'm gonna get you for hurting my brother so he does it too he he makes the fake steps 
And then Kevin swings another one down. Whoa! Right in the schnoz! Oh, I'm so hurt! Yeah. And so then, they they wait a couple beats just to make sure there's not another one. And they say, okay, let's go. So then they go. Kevin swings down this big fucking metal Kevin, bar. Kevin picks... No, he did not pick up... A, I don't care. He did not pick up a lead pipe. No. He did not pick this up and string it up and lift it and swing it. This is like a... It looks like it's part of a of a light post or something. <laughs> I don't huge. know what the hell it is, but no kid is lifting that. I'm and sorry. No adult lifts this without her, or getting help because he want to mess his back up. Yeah, but he lifts it and he swings it and it knocks them both off the steps. So he gets hit in the front of the head with that and the they back of the head hit. with the cans. and They get hit square in the face by this pipe. That is breaking their <laughs> nose. They're probably losing some teeth and they're dead. But no, they fall backwards. They fall off the steps and down this giant hole that's going down two stories into the basement. So, and they land there. Dead. Again, I mean, not that they were dead before, but now there's no coming back. Dead. Yeah. So then, Kevin, again, with his super strength, somehow, super strength and super speed, because he cuts this, this bar is being held with two ropes on either side, so it comes down even. He cuts one of the ropes and somehow cutting the one rope makes the other rope cut at the same time if that makes sense people because <laughs> if if you got two ropes and you cut one side then the bar that the ropes are holding it's going to swing to one side and it's going to just be horizontal or it's going to be vertical with the original rope but somehow Kevin is able to cut both ropes at the same time and this this post, this metal pipe, comes down perfectly horizontal, comes straight down. Marv and Joe Pesci, whatever his name was in the movie. Harry. I forget. Harry, yeah. They are watching this bar come down at them. Instead of rolling out of the way... Well, after that, yeah, you ain't rolling. They watch Although it. Although they did get up after... <laughs> yeah, it comes down... Again, it is going through the same hole, so it's going down from the third story to the main floor, down to the basement there. So that's three stories, too. Coming right down on their chest. That is crushing their rib cage. A rib is going to pierce a lung. It's going (laughs) to pierce your heart. They're dead. Nope. Oh, Kevin. Nope. Fucking psychopath. Yeah, so somehow they get through. They get upstairs. And they get to the roof. Kevin has rappelled down the roof. Instead of going down the trash pipe that he went down before. Right. He rappels down this roof. And he's at the bottom. And so Marv does the first smart thing. He picks up a brick and tries to throw it at Kevin. He misses. But there were a lot of bricks and paint cans and all kinds of other shit up there. I would have kept throwing stuff at him. Yeah. But instead, they... They decide they don't want to go back through the house. They're going to climb down this rope, too. Didn't they learn from last time not to go out any ropes when he's right there? Apparently not. So they start climbing down the rope. And Joe Pesci, who should should have realized it first, because he was the first one on the rope, uh, starts climbing down. But Marv says, well, hey, you know, this rope smells funny. And then Joe Pesci says, yeah, it's soaked in kerosene. 
get off the rope. Or yeah. just slide down and do something. Get out of there. You know, but instead, no, they keep slowly climbing down. And he's about to set it on fire. So instead of getting off the rope, they they climb up fast. I would have climbed down faster. Or just slid down it, just taken the, the rope burns and gotten off the rope. But no, they decide to climb back up. Kevin sets the rope on fire. Of course the rope... Oh, of course it goes right up. Goes right up, burns. They fall. Bunch of paint cans fall on top of them again dead. Because they just fell down two stories. To the ground. Well, actually three because as they fell down into that little basement area that's below street level. Yeah, so now they're down. They're up almost out of the room. That's three stories. Yeah, so... Nobody anyway, survives this shit. I don't no. care. Like the scaffolding, that didn't. I mean, that's not enough to break your fall from like from from three stories up. You're dead. No. So again, Kevin's saying, "Come and chase me. Come and find me." Um, he goes running across the street. He falls on a patch of ice, and they actually catch him this time. Yeah, just like last time. He, yeah. You know, on his last, on his final push, he takes off. And he calls the cops. He he calls the cops. On the payphone, then said, you know, sends him to Central Park and says to look for fireworks. Yeah, he's got a gun. He's set off. Yeah, well, I don't know why he always has to do this shit like this, but whatever. I don't so know. he he takes off. You know, like I say, he slips on the patch of ice, gets knocked out, and they pick they they take him. You know, just like last time, he yeah fucked up on his last escape, and then they get him. So, so he gets to the park, and they're, they're like, okay, we're gonna shoot you. We're gonna instead of just shooting him. Or choke him or just break his neck or something that we're going to take out of the parking lot or shoot you. So then they're under the bridge and they see all these pigeons. And of course the pigeon lady's back just like old man whatever his name was. The pigeons are, are there and they've, they're have they covered in, in kerosene and turpentine and all this other stuff. So Kevin gets away. And the bird lady takes this bucket of feed and throws it all over the birds, or all over the crooks. And of course, these birds just attack them. Yeah. So Kevin runs off and sets off fireworks. And the cops come, arrest the bandits. He has in his pocket um, a picture of Marv and, and Harry. And then a tape with the whole thing, you know, the whole confession. But he doesn't give it to the cops. He leaves Central Park. He doesn't do anything with it. He pulls it out of his pocket and looks at it, puts it back in his pocket, and then just leaves. I don't know why. <laughs> but he goes back to the hotel. Or no, he goes. Where does he go? He goes back to the house. And his mom finds. No, he goes to. He go, no, he goes to Rockefeller Center. Yeah, he, he goes to Rockefeller Center. It is the Christmas part, tree. This is pissing me off because the, the mom, they're, she's walking around New York now. Again, she's dead or raped or some shit. Mm hmm. She's walking around New York by herself with a picture looking for her son. The police officer says, You're looking for a needle in the haystack out here, man. He's not well, lying. Not, well, yeah, he is, but I mean, he's not, but again. So she tells him, where, If I was your son, where would I be? Think about that. And she goes, oh, I know. So she goes to Rockefeller Center where the Christmas trees are. He just happens to, on a hunch, that he would be there. He just happens to be right there at that moment. Yeah. Bullshit. No way. So 
they're reunited. They go back to the hotel. Of course, the hotel has given them a suite because they let a child check into their hotel. Yeah, and they're pissed off about everything. Yeah, so um, they go and um, um, the police give the money back to Mr. Duncan at the toy store. Mr. Duncan somehow finds out who they are and where they're staying, sends all these toys to to the hotel. So when everybody wakes up, all these toys are, or presents are under the tree, and at first they start to rip, rip into them and start to open them. But then Buzz has some morality for once, and says, hey, you know, we should really let Kevin open the first one because because he screwed up, but we're staying in this really nice you know, penthouse loft in New York. Right. And so, all this free stuff. Yeah, so so they, they gave he, he gives Kevin a present and they said, Okay, let's let Kevin open his. So Kevin just stands there and then Buzz is like, Alright, let, let's tear into it. So everyone <laughs> tears into it anyway. They don't wait for Kevin to do anything. <laughs> and they forget he's the, they just ignore him for long enough for him to sneak back out of the hotel yeah. in his pajamas in the no, Central Park no, again. No. He he was in his pajamas in the room but when he got outside he had clothes on so that means he had time to sneak out of that living area go back to the hotel go back to the bedroom put his clothes on and his coat and everything and run outside okay to talk to the the uh the bird lady again and say oh i'll, I'll never forget you yeah <laughs> which made no sense yeah and then somehow well um the bellhop brings Buzz the the room service check or yeah, room Rob service Schneider bill. by the way which yeah Rob Schneider <laughs> horrible role, but brings him the uh, room service bill which is like a thousand dollars and Buzz gives it to his dad <laughs> and then while Kevin is talking to the bird lady you know he can hear his dad yelling from across <laughs> across Central Park <laughs> At the top of this hotel, he can hear his dad say, Kevin, you charge $900 on room service. And then the film cuts. NC. Bravo. (sighs) (laughs) That's a fucking bad movie. Uh, And we have Uh, gone long, folks, but listen, I I have to explain why why these movies are so bad. (laughs) But, uh,. Anyway, well, the fact that you know the reason why the, I mean, the, both these parents aren't in jail, and they should be. And they need to all be the in jail. all the kids need to be taken. All the kids under. Well, I guess Kevin's the only one who's still a minor, or at least yeah. uh, enough anyway. Kevin, and they me. all need to be. Yeah, they all need to be gone. Yeah, but they're all not. of them. But anyway, that's all, folks. I'm tired of. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can they find us, Zilly? Oh yeah! <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at DeathCakesPod. You can also find me at Ilroxki. You can find him at JRU78. Find us on Facebook or DeathCakes Podcast. Um, uh, you can check us on uh, iTunes, on Stitcher, any podcatcher, RS standard RSS reader. Um, we have the uh, Tumblr site, which is uh, Facebook. Oh, God. DeathCakesPod.tumblr.com Which we've got some good content there. there. Yeah, yeah, you've got a Grind Date blog up now. Yeah, Grind Date is up. Um, 
gonna have some more files of shame up there soon. Or? Yeah, definitely. I got a couple. Uh, I got to put up there right now. Um, at least probably by the way, by um, within a couple of days of this recording, which by the time you guys get it, um, probably be up there. Um, okay. Some more files of shame stuff up there. Had to abort mission on one game, but uh, picked it up with another. So uh, look for that pretty soon. And uh, I guess that's about it, right? Yeah, that's it. All right. So until uh, next time, folks. See ya. See ya. Keep the change, you filthy animal.